I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of the Stephen and Kevin Show, we're going to talk about maximizing COI referral credit. All right, welcome back, everybody. Episode number 64 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. Got a lot to cover today with regards to COIs. When we say COIs, you could also say referral alliances, working with other professionals, mm -hmm. basically other people you'd like to have some reciprocal relationships with in terms of referrals. Yeah, when you think about most COIs for advisors, we're thinking typically accountants, CPAs, mm -hmm. and then estate attorneys as well. Um, so we're probably gonna, you're probably gonna hear us use those terms quite a bit today. Uh, but the, the, the concept today is really solid. It's like, how do you get the most credit when you actually do refer, uh, someone to one of those types of professionals? How do you make the biggest deal out of it humanly possible? And you might say this is one of those things where, gosh, are you really going, getting into the weeds here? Isn't this kind of hyper specific? Well, yeah, but it's a lot of little things like this that make a big difference when they're in the aggregate. Mm -hmm. So, hey, before we get into it, if you haven't considered coaching, now's the time. Think about what impact it would have to have an outsider from our team, somebody who knows marketing, pushing your buttons every week, helping you think bigger, helping you do more, helping you replicate the behaviors of people who are already bringing in a lot of business. Right. You can do it too with the help of a coach. You know, it, really, change is hard, right? I mean, like changing anything, especially when it comes to things in your business, you might do th things differently for a few weeks, a month maybe, but to do things consistently dif different, you need someone who's there, who's pushing you, who's holding you accountable, and that's what our coaching does. Absolutely, it's end of February. How many of you have kept up with your New Year's resolutions if you set them? If you haven't, hey, reach out to us. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Check out our uh, our podcast versions as well. Give us reviews. Give us thumbs up. All the things that uh, people tend to like when you run podcasts like this, we like them too. We added poppers this week. Yeah. Hey. So uh, for all of you who are listening uh, just through, to the true podcast, uh, let us know if, if things sounds a, sound a little better, if there's less uh, puffs of air in the mic. So Kevin's getting a little too breathy over there. I can. I can be. I can be a heavy breather, right? Well, hey, uh, today's, uh, the, for the meat of today's topic, we're going to break this into two segments. We're first going to talk about how to, how to find referrals to send out to other professionals. And then second, we're going to get into how to maximize the credits you receive when you do send something out. Now, before we do that, we have a little bit of an opening here. Stephen was doing some research, and I don't know how he stumbled upon this, but he found four, yeah, he found four interesting facts about Accountants. I mean, sizzling. I mean, this is jaw-dropping facts about accountants. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't go that far. Well, no, we were looking for. Here, here's the uh, the reality of it. We were looking for something to open, to open the show with regards to accountants. I'm scrolling through my Facebook news feed, looking for something interesting. And here I come out with this gem, which are four interesting facts that you might not have known about accountants. Number one, a number of famous musicians, musicians, Kevin, started out studying accounting. Janet Jackson, Mick Jagger. Robert Plant, to name a few. Right? To name a few. Yeah, I, I think that's interesting. You know, there is a, uh, you know, being a uh, musician myself, there's a correlation between math and music, right? Uh, and uh, so, I, to me, that that one makes a lot of sense. The next one here that you have, uh, this one's somewhat interesting. The FBI employs more than two thousand accountants responsible for white collar crime. So over two thousand accountants are just hunting down people for, for white-collar crimes, and, and they're employed by the FBI. Did you know that back in 1928, Walter Deemer, an accountant, invented bubblegum, Kevin? 
Do you think he was just so bored? Like he After was just, tax time, you know, he had some, <laughs> he had some time on his hands. Oh, he had some time on his hands, and he was just, um, you know, celebration making gum. And finally, yeah, Kevin, this one, this is what you would call jaw dropping. Yeah, there is an accounting hall of fame, folks, at Ohio State. There's an accounting hall of fame. Yeah, who who's in that? And like, who's <laughs> really excited about being in the accounting hall of fame at the Ohio State University? Uh, hey, can you, can you picture a field trip there? I mean, that. it sounds riveting, right? Uh, anyway, a couple uh, interesting facts about accountants. Now, let's break those get out into... for a little bit of levity during tax time with your your accountant friends. They, you know, their minds may be blown just like yours. Hey, so are you in the accounting hall of fame? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> right? Let's take a field trip. <laughs> so, hey, uh, along those lines, you know, one other fact I found, Kevin, there is a, a National Accounting Month. Hmm. It's not what? now. I think it's like November or something. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Now you know. So let's, let's talk about today's topic, how to find referrals to send, and then how to maximize credit. So when you talk about how to find referrals to send, what we're looking at here is you sending business out to other professionals is an asset to your practice. Mm-hmm. So when you think about what makes for a good, healthy referral alliance, well, part of it is, sure, you need to be sending them stuff if you hope to get anything in return. Some people do a better job of that than others. Yeah. I mean, there, there has to be, I mean, you want to engage the law of reciprocity, right? And give first. So the first thing you want to be doing is being on the hunt for referrals to give out. And this could go, uh, this is just asking questions to existing clients, asking questions to friends and family and neighbors about, Hey, I'm curious, who do you use? Who's, who's your, who's your tax guy or gal, right? Uh, who do you, um, who's your uh, mortgage broker or, you know, things like that, like just kind of casual conversations where you can find out who they currently use. Yeah, and, and first uh, you know, tip here, think broad about this. Think yeah. about more than just who does your taxes and who have you had an estate plan drawn up. Think about mortgages, insurance, and anything else that they might need that requires an outside professional who could be a good partner for you. Yep. Uh, Kevin mentioned, think about non-clients. I, I think that's a, that's a really easy one. And by the way, that's also a great way to just to kind of bridge the conversation, getting into a financial conversation with someone, but asking them about, yeah, yeah, who they use for, for, for um, different aspects of their finances. So that conversation might look, if Kevin's a friend of mine as opposed to a client, I might say, hey, Kevin, I'm, I'm trying to build out my database of people in the area who do good tax work. Who are you using now? Are you happy with them? Yep. Then we like going a, one step further and, and getting that, per, that person that you're asking to describe the relationship on a one to 10 scale. And you can do, do this very seamlessly and just say something like, well, hey, Stephen, you know, who do you use? Well, I used, you know, Johnny Smith. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, let me ask you on a one to 10 scale, you know, how satisfied are you with, with uh, the work that he does for you? And if he says uh, five, six, I guess, hey, look, I know some really good accountants. I'm happy to connect you. Mm-hmm. Right? I, it, it, because what you're going to get most of the time when you ask someone, you know, how satisfied are you with the current professional, they're going to get more of a middle of the road answer. Most likely. Uh, we've been working with them a long time. Right. Right. Yeah, he's a nice person or she's great. One to 10 scale makes them get a little bit more specific. You can do it really quickly. And then you can, if they, if, what if they say, oh, nine or 10 or, you know, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then I want to meet that person. Yeah, exactly right. right. So, well, then final tip in terms of finding more referrals to send out is just keeping a log of this, mm-hmm. like tracking it in some way so that things don't get left open-ended. Yeah. There may be a lot of times where, you know, let's say hypothetically, again, Kevin's a friend of mine and I'm the advisor. I might say, who does your taxes? He tells me Jane Smith, but she does a terrible job. Uh, I may say, Kevin, you know, I know a guy over here or uh, this shop over here does a, a great job. Uh, you ought to reach out to him. Well, 
Kevin may or may not do it, but if I make a note in my uh, in, in my tracking system here to follow up with them, it's more likely to get done. I'm more likely to get credit for this happening. Yeah, your CRM system, your an Excel file, whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. So first part of today's session, be on the hunt. You're always looking for people to refer out to other professionals. Be a giver. Think mm -hmm. giving. Next, we're going to talk about how to maximize referral credit. So I want you to, to think about two different scenarios here. You have... Um, you know, one advisor who has a referral for an accountant and you have another advisor who has a referral for an accountant. The advisor who has a referral, let's say advisor one here, has a referral and uh, he just tells the person, hey, uh, I want you to reach out to um, Johnny Smith, CPA, he, he does good work. Uh, I'll shoot him an email, mm -hmm. right? The other person says, hey, I wanna escort you to them. I want to shoot him an email. I'm gonna shoot him an email, I'm gonna give him a call. In essence, they're making a bigger deal about it. Yes! And, and that's, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today is, is you can create multiple touch points with one single referral and make a bigger deal out of it. Yeah. So in going to Kevin's example, let's say you've got five referrals to send to this accountant all year. You could either have five touch points or maybe you could have 25. It, exactly. Right. Yeah. It, it's like, it's like if you're giving a kid to a toy. Uh, a, a, toy. <laughs> a kid to Did a I toy. Get that backwards? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you're giving a toy to a kid. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, could that toy end up in the back of the toy box within a couple of days? Yeah, sure could at my house. If you're reminding that kid, hey, we got you that new baseball glove next week. Why don't we go play with it? Mm. Hey, bring over your friend. Let's play um, Let's play a game of catch. Uh, more likely that they remember this gift. Yep, that's Random good. example. But hey, with, uh, with the other professionals, let's break down five different touches you could have when you're referring somebody out. Uh, number one, the first step of the process, call this referral alliance to tell them about your client who needs their help. Right. A personal phone call from you, not a call from someone on your staff, not just banking that the the person that you're referring, you know, the, the client of yours is going to call them. You make the call and let them know. Give them a little bit of background information um, about the person. So within the confines of this call, let's think about the animal we're dealing with here. If you're calling an accountant, they're detail-minded. They want mm. the facts. This shouldn't be a quick call that says, hey, Kevin, somebody's going to be reaching out to you. I got somebody lined up for you. Thanks. Hey, have a great day. No, this is a little bit more official than that. This is Hey, I, I've got the, a person by the name of this. Here's their basic story. Here's some things I've already addressed with them that I, I, I equip them, uh, some things I told them about your process, perhaps. Yeah, whatever, you're giving them a little bit more detail and formality. I think that's a great point. You think about behavioral styles, mm -hmm. right? And accountants, and not to stereotype too much, but they typically fall into like the C um, in a pro behavioral profile, which is a very detail-oriented person, right? Mm -hmm. Engineers fall into that category as well a lot of times. So yeah, make it really detailed, especially if you're leaving a voicemail. Right. Number two here, email the referral alliance with notes and next steps. It, it just It's just right after the phone call, you're going to follow up with an email kind of outlining everything that you uh, you probably said in the voicemail if you end up leaving them a voicemail um, and tell them two next steps. You know, are they going to be calling them? Are you going to be escorting them to their office? How does that process, how is it going to work? Number three, escorting your client to the first meeting with this referral alliance. Mm -hmm. This is a nice touch. You get to spend some quality time with your client, which is always great. Yep. You get to be a third party who can help keep things simple uh, when the other expert may get a little bit too much, too much into the weeds. Yep. And you're there getting FaceTime with this referral alliance partner, which is a good thing. You're part of the process. Now, we've had people, when we've shared this idea in the past, who said, well, you need to get permission from everybody for that to take place. There may be some attorneys, for example, who may not want you in their meeting. Or there may be a client That's who true. says, you know, I don't want you there. For the most part, people are going to be accepting of this, but it may be helpful to ask in advance. 
Last one here, send a thank you note to the Referral Alliance and um, you know thank them for their professionalism and, and handling the client. Um, and then you know we could add even another a fifth one here, which you could follow up in six months, mm-hmm. right? I mean, think about like if you had a, a log, even an Excel file where you had the referrals that you're sending, the person you're sending them to, the professional, and then you had all these these five specific columns here of check marks of things that you do when you give a referral. You are maximizing referral credit, and you might give that professional just a handful of referrals, but from their perspective, it you know even subconsciously, it feels like you are always reaching out to them and, and touching base with them about with with good news. Yeah, and so think about the benefits of this. Number one, you're getting the most credit for what you're sending, but number two, you're showcasing your professionalism here. And one of the reasons why you hear that accountants, for example, don't refer out is there's some risk involved. Mm-hmm. They're handing a client of theirs to someone else that maybe they don't know that well. They're not 110% confident you're going to do a great job and be methodical and have everything organized. Very true. You're showcasing through your actions here and just sending them a piece of business that you're somebody who does what you say you're going to do. You're going to follow up. You're going to be thorough. And that speaks volumes. Uh, so this concept today, maximizing referral credit, it's something that we talk to a lot of coaching clients about. Mm-hmm. It's ones that one that we've seen coaching clients take and truthfully get more touch points and get more referrals back from other professionals. So one of the questions we get sometimes from people considering our coaching program is, do I get something a little different from coaching than perhaps I do from your podcast? Mm. And the answer is, yeah, because if you'll notice on our podcast, we cover a lot of topics that are, uh, are, are very specific. They're really, I hope, helpful for everybody out sure. there. That's why we do them. Yeah, we try but to keep it granular. When you're in a coaching program, you have somebody on our team who's saying, all right, soup to nuts, we're going to analyze your situation and help you come out with a custom game plan that encompasses all of these different things in the right variety at the right timing, which is a big difference than taking this one-off idea from us and running with it, right? That, that's exactly right. So, so yeah, take, take advantage of a consultation. You'll talk with either me or Kevin, and we'd love to hear about your business. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Mm-hmm.